0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise and thank God for the privilege what God has given to us coming together in this land. As we started with, we have many, many reasons to thank God and whatever we did it from the beginning and I still feel that it is not enough. And uh, But one thing, The presence of God is here in our midst. Amen? Amen? Amen. God is moving in our midst. God is speaking to us in all forms. And uh, it shows that He concerns about each and every one of us. None of us are alone. We are all together. Amen? Amen? In all things. So today, God has given me the message title a call to fellowship a call to fellowship you may be wondering or you may be thinking why from the beginning we are beginning of this year we are keep on hearing about fellowship 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 what does it mean you may be surprised but still even though we have fellowship with God and with one another, still there are many things yet to learn. There is no limit for us to learn. If you believe, say Amen to that. Amen. So that you will deserve it. Do you believe that? Yes. Amen. So here, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, Paul says, God is faithful. God is faithful? God is faithful to me. Is God is faithful to you? God is faithful to you? Amen. Amen. You know why. But here it says, let me finish it. God is faithful by whom you were called. Are we called? Are we called? Are you called? Yes. Into the Why? Into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Once again, have you read it? Then you can acknowledge it. God is faithful by whom you were called to into Him, into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are all called. We believe it? We acknowledge it. We are all called to have fellowship with Christ. And uh, of course, it is nothing new. We all of us, we know. But some of us, some of them are missing it. And also verse 9, why he says that? Verse 9 says, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. The other version says, Dhyanayu says, like this. How is it? He says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you. But That you be perfectly united in mind and thought. It sounds better, is it? So we should be united in mind and in thought. We as a family, the church, and we as a fellowship, the butterfly fellowship, and for all of us, the calling is there. What is the calling? And uh, say, uh, the promise to us is God is faithful and you were called into fellowship. It doesn't mean that we don't have fellowship. But it encourages once again and for us to have fellowship with his son. And uh, the reason is there are divisions. There are differences. In, uh, it is mentioned very clearly there in mind and in thoughts. How how do you say that? Why you say that? Why the scripture says it? Why Paul writes it? We are all together physically, no doubt. We are all coming together. We sit together, sing together, hear together, praise together, pray together, hear the word of together. But there will be a differences in our minds and in our thoughts. It was there in the early church. So here, what we, this is the message what God has given to us to build us, to bring us together. One of the most troubled church in apostolic times was the Corinthian church. They had many problems in the church including divisions, Arrogance, sexual immorality, and doctrinal error, abuse of the Lord's table, quarreling, and lack of church discipline. These are all the things among them. So what has happened to Corinthian church? It is widely among most of the churches. When we go through it, we will know what we have. Once again, I read this list to you so that you know, is there anything we fall in? What are they? Why there is a problem in the church? There are divisions. Arrogance, sexual immorality, doctrinal error. Even Brother was telling about the doctrine, what is the kind of doctrine? Why doctrine? Abuse of the table, quarreling, and a lack of church discipline. Every church has a discipline. If you say if you believe, say amen to that. No, it's not sounds well. That means you are not agreed to what I said it. Every church has discipline. Yes. You may ask me where it is found in the Bible. But every ch- that is the doctrine. So there are many things. I am not going in detail. The reason for the problems in the Corinthian church was that one, they did not understand the implications of their calling and their relationship with Christ. Nor were they submitted to the Lordship of Christ in their experiences. The Corinthians calling and relationship with Christ are laid out in the first chapter of Paul's first letter to the church. In the opening verses we see that both They and we are called to salvation by the grace of God. Salvation is by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. Salvation is all of God and not of anything of ourselves. Having responded to positively... To that call, we are then called to live out our salvation with holy lives that will glorify God. We are called for it. Now in the verse 9 and 10, what you have seen that the church is called into fellowship with Christ and his saints. In verse 9 we read, God is faithful. He is faithful always. There is no change. What God has said from the beginning, even with the, from the creation till today, God is faithful in His promises. Amen. God is faithful in His promises concerning you. Amen. Whatever God promised to you, so far He is faithful. Amen. What is happening around is fulfillment of and sign of His promises. Amen. But at the same time turn to us how much, how far we are faithful. We too make many commitments, many promises to God and to each other, to our spouses. Sometimes even our children are getting us, you promise this, you are not done. Is it not true? Parents, is it not true? We fail in our promises. We are not faithful. There may be reasons. I'm not here to condemn you. Just I give this example for you to understand comparing with how God is faithful. It is not that how much we are not faithful. Okay here So, God's desire and call to us is that we would enter into fellowship with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Savior and Lord. Prior to coming to Christ, why He says about the fellowship with Him? Prior to that, we were alienated from God. And we were live without God in this world. But According to Ephesians 2.13 In Christ we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ and have been reconciled with God. Verse 16 And are walk in fellowship with him. But this reconciliation is not just With God, it is a calling for reconciliation with fellowship with one another and all who are every place call in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we do all the time, call in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And to fellowship with one another, it is the effect and the result of the fellowship of each with God in Christ. So God's word tells us that but if we walk that is the promise of this year. What is the promise of this year? 1 John 1, seven. If we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another. Let us not forget that. Every day you remember. It is in, uh, in the, on your calendars. So it is always encourages us and it's a promise for this year that we are having, ah, we, we should have fellowship with one another. But uh, the real fellowship we will know. But all these things are seen and experienced And a very classic example for this in the New Testament is well-known to all of us that is recorded in Acts 2, chapter 2, verse 41 and 42. We read that in this way. Then those who gladly received His word, remember, those who gladly received His word, were baptized. And that, that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Remember, in your, now, two things. They received the word gladly. They were added to them, to the church. And they continued steadfastly in apostles, Doctrine. Apostles doctrine Doctrine and and Fellowship. fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayer Fellowship was one of the four things to which the early church devoted itself. Today many churches place great importance on being True to the word of God, that is a doctrine. Observing Lord's supper, some of them very much in that. Breaking of bread, very much highly influenced in that, and being fervent in prayer, everything is there. But these things are certainly important, no doubt about it. What about the? But what about the fellowship? What it means to fellowship? Fellowship is not just coming together. But the meaning that we should know the purpose and the meaning of it truly understanding what the fellowship means to us. Do we properly understand this area of Lord Church? Are we practicing it in a way consistent with the examples of early church? We will examine the subject of fellowship in the light of the scripture today as we are going through. That's why the God has given us this title for us to understand. So one reason for divisions or not having the real fellowship is in many churches found in these days was self-centeredness. Why divisions? Why no fellowship? Why breaking? But we may be sitting together, but in our mind, in our thought, there are divisions. You may say and claim that, or deny that, we are together. But in mind, in the scripture says, there are divisions. But the division, one of the reasons found was, I found that, I understood, is self-centeredness. So let us look at the self-centeredness. The characteristics that can be significantly affect your true fellowship. We heard time and again about what is the true fellowship, that is koinonia. Koinonia is love and relationship towards God, vertically, and uh, love and relationship and fellowship With horizontally with our fellow brethren. How far we are excellent in our fellowship in both the way. If you have only relationship upward with God and neglect the horizontal one with the fellow brethren, that is not koinonia. That is not fellowship. Only when you have relationship with good with everyone, those who are with you and miss the mark of having a relationship with God that is not a fellowship. That is off of it. Off is never considered as full. Off is off means equal to nothing. No. So here, in Christ in me, he says. Paul says. That's what Paul says. What is expected? The promise of this week. What is that? Do you remember that? Galatians 2.20 what Paul says? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This should be the attitude of every Christian. How many of us have the boldness and the courage to say and declare as Paul says, it is not me. I am, first of all, I am crucified with Christ. If you are not crucified, there is no of crucifixion or 75% crucifixion. That is not crucifixion. Some of us, we learn, we heard, heard and heard God's word. But how much, how far we follow? First of all, we should understand. And secondly, we have to accept it. Thirdly, we have to obey it, implement it, practice it. So, some of us, we are having a problem in the first place itself. How do we know? We should read the word, hear the word. That's why, the early churches said they heard the word. Those who heard the word of God, they had the conviction. So we have to pay attention to God's word. They listen to his God's word very carefully. So unlike, uh, 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 apart from that we may, it is not possible for us. So here the church is here. Yes, survey was conducted. Considered of the members of who were self-centered. Therefore very little fellowship of any sort of was taking place. Note. Please don't jump into conclusion that and uh, as I am suggesting that we do not have the it is nothing like that. It is not denying or talking about only our fellowship alone. And it brings us the awareness. What is around the world and at the same time it is a time for us to think about our fellowship as well. Anyhow, anyhow, the purpose of this message is to counter the kind of self-centeredness that can destroy the spiritual fellowship of God would have us experience in this church. So, any one of us on any cause or any way in any form have anything as self centered, or I am focused on this, I stand on this, I hold on this, I believe on this, I am from this, I am for that. Those are all the things of self centeredness When you come to church, what the church has, the doctrine is, of course, there is no change in this, there is only one word. But there are disciplines, principles, the church has. If you do not agree, just shows that you are something separate. Anyhow, there are reasons for self centeredness in churches. Number one, sometimes the cultural trends have produced many self-centred people. Cultural trends. I hope you understand that. So, secondly, we live in a highly mobile society. People come, people go, and uh, there are many things. It is not only not only the, mem- the, the, the visitors coming in and going out, even the members. None of us are very permanent here. People come and people go. That also makes to have and sense the self centeredness Many families move in or move away. Many leave great distances. So in uh, the, 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 I heard that uh, the testimony of the people, those who are from other countries, Middle East, not only in the Middle East, even the Western countries, they have to travel for many hours for one fellowship. One and a half hour, two hours. But here, I don't think any one of us uh, travelled two hours uh, drive and come for the fellowship. How blessed you and me are. How blessed you are. Because of the distance, people could not have fellowship. There are many hindrances. So they are the one or some of the hindrances. So these facts do not prevent us from having a proper fellowship. They just make it easier to become isolated from the fellowship of unintentionally. So, theologically designed to bring you closer together can easily move us apart. And your failure to appreciate the biblical teaching about our life together, that also sometimes puts us away. So, there are many things you might be knowing, just a few things in the thought. Unbelieving, some doctrinal issues also keep you away. But you are sitting together. But in your mind and your thoughts, you are far. You differ. That is not the real fellowship. So there are churches. The church or oh, your fellowship free from the self-centeredness. Let us see some examples here. Our uh, lives together. There are some churches in the scriptures we will read. And for the, this truth is emphasized in the apostle doctrine. What is that truth? Some examples we read. 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 9. 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 9. What it says, Welcome people into your home and don't grumble about it. So our what it says, Our hospitality to one another without grumbling. So, It is, we are living in a close circle according to geographical location Always it is possible Of course the church is having many privileges, many provisions As we have a castles, there we are coming together And those who are unable to come So personally you may not, uh, you may not invite anybody to your home But you are called, you are, you have a provision to go at least weekly once to where the people go together, live together, study together, praise together. That is an opportunity and the provisions God made it here and provided in the church and through the church. How many of us make use of that provisions? There you can praise and you can hear the word. Teaching is there. Doctrine is there. But many of us, we miss it. So now you understand. What is my first point? Even though there are reasons, genuine reasons, maybe because of your work, if it it is not possible that is accepted. But uh, having free from your work, if you fail to attend the fellowship, you are missing the fellowship. There is no fellowship in you. Hello. If it is you, it is a time for you to say, sorry for that. You are missing your blessings. Secondly, that is not a scripture. Secondly, we are to care for one another. 1st Corinthians chapter 12 verse 26. Read brother, if you have. 1st Corinthians chapter 12 verse 26. If one part of the body hurts, The hurt all over. If one part of the body is honored, the whole body will be happy. You got it? So we are, that's why the church is called Body of Christ. What a great definition given. Body of Christ. Not only that, more than that, what is that? That is the great hope. The bride of Christ. Praise God. The bridegroom is going to... That is the great hope. So the verse, the Bible exalts us, encourages us. He loved the church that much. When it comes to tell about the extreme of love between husband and wife, He loved the church as, it encourages the husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. We are the body. Everyone is the part of the body. If you are the part of this body, say Amen to that. It is not a privilege and it is a blessing for us. As we are coming together, it is not me saying, it is the word of God saying, it is Christ saying, Christ says, I love you. Christ says, I love you. Christ says, I love you. I love you as a church. I love you as a family. I gave myself for you. You have nothing to do. Say Amen and accept it. As simple as that. Thirdly, we are to pray for one another it is with the grace of God. It is, we are very much blessed in that. We pray for one another all the time. What are the, what are the possibilities, what are the ways, what are the instances, what are, what are the way we are communicated, we are linked. How many groups, one message, one person, something happened, it comes on to everybody. But how many of you take it very seriously, I do not know. But, that is the grace of God, God provided for us. To communicate to each other. If one person has any issue, it comes to the church. The church stands together. Hello, if you are not there, if you are, if you are not there, the part of the church, you can keep silent. If you are a part of the church, if you got the message, you should be excited and say, acknowledge it and say amen to that. I can take this way. Those who are not alert or those who are not acknowledge and accept it, you are not praying. Is that right? Is it okay? Recently, one of our ex-member, Brother John D'Souza had passed away in Bombay. The message was came to us. How many of us taken seriously and prayed about his that family? How many of you remember? I do not know. But, I am so excited to see all the groups. When I convey the message to Pastor, I put it in a. How many groups do we have? Ushering group, men group, leaders group, cell leaders group, and everywhere it is there. Those who do not know, also by picture you might be knowing. A very simple, humble, hardworking usher member of the church for a very long time. Today I had an opportunity to talk to the family. So, why I say this? This is fellowship. This is fellowship. Love for one another, care for one another, as a body of Christ. So, if you fail that, if you fail in that, you do not have the fellowship. That is not... That is why the message for is, you are called for the fellowship. You are called for the fellowship. Fellowship means with God, His Son, Jesus Christ and with one another, Amen. Amen. Fourthly, we are to restore one another. James 5, 19 and 20. My friends, if any followers have wandered away from the truth, you should try to lead them back. It is your responsibility. If someone is not continuing, not having continual fellowship in the church with you, it is your responsibility. If you turn sinners from wrong way, you will save them from death and many of their sins will be forgiven. 5. Colossians 3.16 We are to teach and admonish one another. See, it is, a, it is a very strong word. We are to teach and admonish one another. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 Let the message about Christ completely fill your life. While you use all your wisdom to teach and instruct each other, with thankful hearts, sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. Not to anyone. Not to church, not to your neighbor. Whom to praise? To God. That is the center of our fellowship, of our praises. In everything, whatever the gifts and the talents given to every one of you. All the gifts are given, different gifts to different people. But the purpose is one. To edify the church. Hello! To edify the church. If you are given any gift, if you know and given any gift, say amen. Amen. Those of you not saying Amen, don't think that you are not given any gift. According to the word of God, Every one of us given the gift. Hello? For that also you are sleeping. Every one of us given the gift. Right. You may not be knowing what is your gift, that is different. But the first place you have to accept that you are given the gift. When God given the parables of the talents, but the talents was given to everybody. The ratio may be different, but everyone is given somebody ten, somebody one also. So everyone is given the gift. You know one of the common gifts all of us have received? The greatest gift? Amen! That is salvation! Hmm. Even for that also you are keeping silent means. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Why? If I say, no, it's enough. (laughs) Okay. Sixthly, we have to serve one another in love. Galatians 5.13, what it says, my friends, you are chosen to be free. So, don't use your freedom as an excuse to do anything you want. Use it. An opportunity to serve each other with love, brother. You read it from your version, Galatians five thirteen. What it says? For you, brethren, have, made,
1: called, made, have been called to liberty. Mm. Only do not use the liberty mm. as an opportunity for the flesh, but through through love, serving one another.
0: Why? Why it is given? The freedom? Yeah. That is fellowship. You think about it. Why the freedom is given? How far you are serving one another? All the opportunities given in the church to serve. If you are serving in the church, you are serving one another. Of course. Yes? Yeah. So those who are not serving, May not be visible. You may be serving because, as we know, all of us uh, consider that uh, as we are the body of Christ. There are uh, parts we can see visibly outside. There are parts inside that no one can see. There are people. The parts of the the in in yeah, the the parts those uh, as the parts are inside the body. There are some members of the church. They are serving God, uh, serving one another. Whom we cannot know, we cannot see. That is one of the ministry called the praying ministry. They pray in secrets. We have to thank God for such a people. Those who are praying for the healthy of the church. The growth of the church. Okay, let us see. The truth was shown in the early church. How it was shown. By the church in Jerusalem. Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and 46. Acts chapter 2 42
1: and 46. 246. So, continue, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people, And God added to the church daily those who were being saved. It goes on till 46. But
0: what we know from here, that is the classic example everyone knows, soon after happened or continued mentioned in the Bible after the Pentecost. How they gathered together and as I mentioned before, all four things were there. The the church in Jerusalem was. So what is the church of Antioch? Acts chapter 11, 27 to 30. During this time, some prophets from Jerusalem came to Antioch. One of them was Agapas. Then, with the help of the Spirit... He told that there would be a terrible famine everywhere in the world. And it happens. When Claudius was emperor, the followers in Antioch decided to send whatever help they could do the followers in Judea. Verse 30. So, they had Barnabas and Saul take their cave to the church leaders in Jerusalem. You know the church. I tell the church. And how the church is helping. And extending the homes. In many parts of the world. Whenever the natural disasters are there. It is not for the proud I am saying. But for to encourage you. The church is based. On the word of God and led by the word of God. 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 So we did many things. Every part of the world. And uh, God is still doing and God will continue to do it. And you are a part of it. Without you it is not. Church means you are inside. You are the part of it. So, God has blessed the church to extend the churches in elsewhere in the world. So, that is fellowship. We extend our fellowship widely. Yeah. Thirdly, by the churches in Macedonia, 2nd Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 5, quickly. Just for a very encouragement, I am telling this. 2nd Corinthians chapter
1: 8, 1 to 5. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the church of Macedonia. There a great trial of affliction and the burden of their joy and the deep poverty abounding in the riches of their liberty. For I have bared witness according to their ability. Yes, beyond their ability, they were freely, will, they were freely willing imploring us with much urgency that we should receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering of saints. And not only that we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by, will, by the will of God. So,
0: there are many, many examples are there. And all of you will know why I bring this in this time, in this message, just to encourage all of you, with the grace of God, this church is led by the word of God. We are like all other churches recorded in the Bible. This church, the bread of life, will be recorded there, not in our Bible. And you and me are a part of it. So that fellowship, we have a portion. We thank God for that. So there are many things in the churches in uh, Acacia. Also it is there, Romans 15, 26. So such a fellowship is a natural consequences of teaching Christ. So we are teaching the word. So the doctrine what we follow is a biblical. So in this time when I was the message when I think of the the history and the, the past days and the years and how this church is <clears throat> and uh, all of you and uh, some of you may be new some of you are old people but How you came to the church, how you know the church, how you became a member of the church, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. You yourself will know. But you know from my experience why the church stands still together. and uh, stand still, firm, strong, because of the foundation, the word. Many people go to church, search for church in Google. Nowadays it is easy. Google search, they will find. But you know, in reality many members of this church and came, found, and being a member of the church, it is because of the word. One reason or the other. You take from any level. My brother made an announcement about the family seminar. From all ages, how the church catered for I thank God for that, <clears throat> time to time to have. But you know, as I want to say, I have to complete it, otherwise I'll miss it. <clears throat> Some people, th- this is the testimony, it is not I know, alone. I heard from the testimony. Some people are here, were here, because of their children's sake. Because the children having a good teaching, Friday school here, for all the level, cater from age 3 to 17. That is why some churches they are missing, they do not have. There are many reasons. Small church and the doctrinal issues and also the provisions are not there and also the language. There are many reasons. Some parents are here for the children's sake. Now I am telling you, today I am telling you, some members of the church were because of their children having a good Sunday school. That is, there is a word, the truth is there. We teach the doctrine which is accepted worldwide. It is a balanced doctrine. That's why some parents are here. Some members were here because the church having a very good, solid teaching in the castles. So, through the castles, many are here. Because there is a word. The word, the doctrine, what we preach and teach, that will edify and accepted by a mature, born-again Christian. That's why some of them are become a member of the church they lived for many years and they left and uh, maybe some of you maybe because of that again the word the doctrine not the principle of men the principle of word of god that keeps the church alive and strong another some members are here even from other churches they came Through the discipleship training. Because there is a solid teaching in the disciples in all the level. They believe it. They accept it. It is the truth. That's why they are members in the church. Some people are here becoming a member for worship. There is a spiritual worship found in the church. That's why they come. There are worship. I don't say that other churches are not having a worship. They even better than us are in the sense, they may have one hour, one and a half hour worship. Our worship is only 20 minutes. But still, the worship is live. We can enjoy that. So for that, many members are here and some of them are left. More than all, I cannot go one by one. Say it takes about 14 ministries. We started with 7 and we are 14. More than that, Friday worship, Friday message. Not not every church is having one hour message. But this church having a message. It is not just a message. It is a solid, practical, experienced. All the leaders, the council members, whenever we come, We come not only with the word of God, we come with our experiences. That is the uniqueness of this church. I can boldly say from this pulpit. That is the oneness, uniqueness in this church. Every leader you can think, everyone come with their testimonies, with their experiences, with the word of God. From where did we get this boldness and the courage? It is not just with the knowledge. With our experiences we come. Again, the word of God is solid. We preach the doctrine. It is balanced. So it's a time for me to close it. Dear brothers and sisters, what what I am coming to say here Why we are called again to hear about call to fellowship? Not every one of us are perfect. Not every one of us are involved in everything. Some of us are missing somewhere. If your relationship, your fellowship with You and God is not right. It's a time to set right. If your fellowship is not right with your fellow brethren, it's a time to remind you. There are many opportunities in this church for all of us, but some of us take it very casual, very light. No serious about it, but here today I encourage you think about it. The first place is fellowship is knowing Christ in your life. Unless you know Him personally, that is the beginning. Those who do not know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, those who do not accept Him as a Lord and Savior. It is not possible to have a relationship, is it? So in that case, it's a time for you to think about it. It is a time to reset yourself, because sometimes our clock stops. Even whatever, whether it's your wristwatch or your clock, it stops. Because there is no battery. Slowly it will go. But once you recharge, what you will do? You reset it. It's a time to reset your fellowship. Hello? It's a time for you to reset the fellowship with God, the Son of God, and the fellow brethren. As a conclusion, lessons for us to define further. Fellowship that is to be enjoyed by those In this church. Fellowship is to enjoy. Are you enjoying? If you are enjoying, say Amen. Otherwise keep silent. The spiritual activity is designed to nurture fellowship in the body of Christ. That is very much here. Elements necessary to preserve our fellowship. Biblical limitation on the extent of our fellowship. But in this lesson, I have sought to stress two things. The importance of fellowship in the local church is very much. At the same time, there is a danger of allowing self-centeredness to disrupt our fellowship. No one should have a self-centeredness in our life. Is it Okay. So it is a time for us to always encourage us after the fellowship, after the service and go and fellowship with one another. Let us not have fellowship with only known people, only known language. Fellowship with unknown people outside. Let us take. And it is a short survey and it is easy to cross check. How many of us know every member of the church? By even honestly telling... Some of them I know by face, but not by name. Some of them I know by name, not by face. I accept and admit. But it should not be your case. Better to find out. Right? Let us have a healthy fellowship. We are called for it. The seal is God is faithful. That's what He started. God is faithful. Father, we are all called to fellowship with him and with one another. God bless us. Thank you.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. 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 A call to fellowship. We have been hearing messages. This is another message you've heard today. A call to fellowship. If God is calling you to fellowship, he has assignment for you. Now, I'm going to ask you certain <clears throat> questions. I'm not saying you should answer it directly, but within your heart, I want you to begin to answer that as, because Pastor has mentioned some of the things here. So, I want you to ask yourself, do I have understanding of my calling? Mm. Whether you really understand the call that God has called you to fellowship. God is faithful concerning his promise, his promises for you. He is very faithful. When he calls you to fellowship, he has assignment for you. How far is your faith with Jesus Christ? Are you ready to fellowship with Christ? Do you see yourself being crucified with Christ? Are you paying attention to the word of God? You have been hearing messages from here. Are you paying attention? Do you bring God into what you have achieved? Or do you... Or do not be self-centered as you have heard? Do you have consideration for others? And do you pray for others? Do you teach and admonish one another? you are choosing to serve you have been called to fellowship are you ready to do that do you fellowship with the group that you know do you see some other fellowship other people that i did not to fellowship with them the church is built on a solid foundation you have been called to fellowship this year is year of fellowship And I will pray for you from the prayer of Paul to brother Philemon. Prayer of Paul to brother Philemon. And I will read Philemon chapter 1 from verse 4. He said, brother Philemon, I'm reading from good news translation. Every time I pray, I mention you and give thanks to my God. For I hear of your love for all of God's people and the faith you have and the Lord Jesus Jesus. Now, verse six says my prayer is that our fellowship with you as believer will bring about deep understanding of every blessing which we have in our life in union with Christ. That is the verse I want you to hold on to. Verse 6. Deep understanding of every blessing they share together in Christ. You have been called to fellowship. Brethren, let us be on our feet. I want you to pray to God that, Lord, you have called me to fellowship. I need your Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit guides you, you will fellowship in the right path. You will fellowship in the right direction. You will fellowship with the right people. Ask for the Spirit of God to lead you, to direct you. As you continue to fellowship this year and beyond, that Lord, let your Holy Spirit continue to guide me. Let your Holy Spirit continue to lead me in the path of a call of the fellowship. For me to understand the reason and the purpose of my call to fellowship. Lord, help me, help me in the mighty name of Jesus. Almighty God, I pray as many that have offered this prayer and those that have not offered it, that Lord, you will endow them, your Holy Spirit, that we dwell in their life, that we guide them, that we lead them, that we direct them to fellowship in Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we want to thank you for your servant you have used for us this day. We pray for more anointing so that we can hear from, more from him in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the love of God will continue to radiate over you in the mighty name of Jesus. May God bless you, bless your family, extended family, and everything that connected to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for each and every one of you. That God Almighty will continue to be with you in Jesus' name. A call to true service. That God Almighty will endow you in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us joyfully share the grace together in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen surely god goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen and we shall dwell in the house of the lord amen go in peace in jesus name god bless you do have a wonderful week